Welcome to the Canadian SME Podcast, a podcast for Canadian small businesses. We interview Canadian experts and entrepreneurs to provide expert insight into marketing, innovation, business leadership, technology, and trends that impact small business. Our mission is to empower Canadian small and medium enterprise to help you grow your business. If you're a small business owner looking to obtain a loan or inquiring about the benefits of an MCA funding program, then you'll want to keep tuning in to today's podcast. I got the chance to check in with my guest, Avi Bernstein, the founder and CEO of 2M7 Financial Solutions. We discussed more about funding and loans in the small business world. Hey everyone, I'm your host, Katarina Esparo for the Small Business Podcast here at Canadian SME. Our special guest today is none other than the founder and CEO of 2M7 Financial Solutions, Avi Bernstein. Avi, on behalf of Canadian SME, we want to welcome you to the podcast. How are you today? Hi, I'm amazing. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure to be here. Now, seeing as you have been a visionary and leader in alternate lending space for over a decade, which Congratulations on your success, by the way. In your expertise, how has the lending landscape changed for small businesses in recent years? Um, So the landscape changed uh, pretty dramatically, I'd say, a couple of times over the last few years. Obviously, the big change was COVID uh, that started it. So beginning of 2020, uh, you know, kind of February, March, April time, um, you know, where the economy, where everybody got scared, nobody knew what was happening. Um, everybody stopped funding, everybody stopped lending, main businesses were forced to close down, you know, we had only essential industries operating. Um, So that was a huge change, um, kind of that lasted a couple of months. Um, And then after that, we saw kind of, you know, business came back roaring. Um, You know, there was all this government money being pumped into the system. Uh, There was, uh, uh, you know, businesses were kind of trying to catch up on their ground. And then also the rules were changing every day, right? Who's essential, who's not, where we can go, where we can, if we can go out to eat, Um, you know, service businesses. There was all types of challenges, all types of supply chain disruptions. Um, So, you know, the landscape was constantly shifting over the, you know, two years after that, 2021, beginning of 22. Um, You know, then things kind of stabilized. Everyone got into growth mode for a little bit. and then all of a sudden we realized, hey, you know, we expanded a little bit too quickly. There's inflation. There's all this extra money in the system. Um, the government stopped giving everybody more money uh, for better or worse. Um, so, you know, the economy's been kind of, you know, contract and then explode. And now we're kind of seeing recessionary vibes uh, starting again. Um, you know, everybody's tightening up their belts. Everybody, you know, the interest rates are climbing very quickly. Um, so the landscape is, is constantly shifting. Um, And we've kind of been trying to bob and weave, I guess, kind of like all other lenders, um, you know, and and, and funders, especially in the small business space, um, you know, kind of personal has been a little bit different. um, But in the small business space, um, it's been kind of really a roller coaster ride over the last few years uh, with a constantly shifting, uh, uh, you know, kind of groundwork. And, you know, we've just been trying to juggle that uh, through the last couple of years um, while being able to help and service and support. Um, you know, all the businesses we do business with and help them kind of, you know, get through the all the uncertainty and all the, you know, drama, if you will, of the last couple of years. That's very true. And um, to kind of shift the conversation, because you mentioned about small businesses, um, do you mind outlining some of the benefits when it comes to obtaining um, a loan for small businesses, especially within like, because you had mentioned the COVID. Um, so now that we're kind of out of that COVID um, 
how has the benefits kind of shifted? So there's there's been a lot of kind of different again aspects of that, right? There was obviously the government money that was coming into small businesses that helped them a lot. It's shifted in that in the sense that banks have tightened up a lot. Um, so there's been a very limited access to credit um, for small businesses all up and down the spectrum, especially if it's unsecured, especially smaller businesses. I mean, right, big, bigger businesses, um, better capitalized businesses, kind of public companies, anybody that's been in business for a long time that had assets to secure against. They, I mean, I don't want to say they were all okay because obviously there was a big shift there as well, um, but they still had a lot of access to credit. Um, in terms of small businesses, what we've seen is like kind of in the pre-COVID years, in the heyday. I mean, you know, businesses could approach their local bank, I mean, whoever they're banking with and kind of get, you know, a line of credit or some type of, you know, credit product, um, you know, fairly, again, not easily, obviously, um, but fairly easily, you know, possibly unsecured, still low interest rates. Now that shifted in a big way, uh, smaller businesses really don't have a lot of options for credit. Um, and that's kind of where the alternative lending and funding space really thrive is as the traditional credit products dried up, um, you know, for even medium-sized businesses, um, they've been having a harder and harder time being able to raise credit um, to get the financing they need to be able to grow their business and thrive. And again, because there's been so much um, shifting landscape, if you will, that, that the businesses have been trying to juggle, a lot of industries, a lot of businesses have had a lot of opportunities um, that they wanted to capitalize on, right? So when there's shifting grounds, there's also a lot of opportunities. There's a lot of new, you know, avenues. Obviously, the big pivot happened in the beginning of COVID when everybody had to jump online and start doing delivery and kind of contactless and all this kind of stuff. Um, so there was a lot of expenses required on the business's part, and there was also a lot of opportunities that they were able to capitalize on. And during all this time that these businesses are trying to do that, they needed to do that with very limited access to credit. And that was obviously a big challenge for businesses. Um, you know, as they need money the most, that's the time banks tighten up and that's the time they have the hardest access to credit. Um, and that's really where kind of 2M7 and other, you know, kind of financial products that are available for small, small businesses, you know, be it uh, invoice factoring or, you know, some type of other uh, uh, loan product from a, a, a alternative finance space uh, that they were able to access. These are, you know, kind of the 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 times where we stepped in and, and said, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna support you when the traditional finance businesses weren't able to or weren't willing to um, you know, take on that risk and you know support the businesses when they needed it most. I agree. When you were talking about uh, finances when it comes to these small businesses, um, do you think that there's like a mismatch um, between what small businesses want and what lenders are even offering them when it comes to that? Well, there's in terms of what they want, well, everybody kind of wants, right? Lots of available credit at the lowest cost possible, right? That's what everybody wants. In terms of what's available, I mean, again, right, who gets those options is usually the bigger companies. As you, it's, it's, it's almost a catch-22 in the sense that once you're in business for a long time and you're a big established business, you can have access to all those credit products. But in order to become a big established business that's been around for a long time, you need to have access to those credit products in order to get there, um, right? It's kind of what comes first, the credit or the business. And you kind of need them both to work hand in hand. And 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 we kind of feel we come in there when the business is still in the, uh, you know, in the earlier stages um, before they've proven themselves to kind of be, uh, uh, you know, economically resilient, if you will, or, you know, been around long enough or have strong enough balance sheets and all that stuff. Um, that's where we come in 
and, you know, give them that product that can boost them to the next level. So that's really where I think the big mismatch is. Um, Again, I don't know if it's a mismatch. Like I kind of understand it from the bank side, right? They're charging very low rates. Um, They're giving, you know, kind of big lines of credit and they want to see an established business. They want to see that there's assets. They want to see balance sheets. They want to see growth. They want to see all types of things. Um, And a business can have a really hard time scaling to that level without access to capital. Um, So that's where I think the real mismatch is or or kind of disconnect, if you will, um, between the, um, the business's requirements and the credit products that are available to them. And I know that there's um, two different kinds of spectrums when it comes to finances for small businesses. There's the MCA, and then there's also the loans for the small businesses. But when it comes to MCA, what are some of the benefits um, from the funding program? Yeah, sure. So the nature of an MCA or a, a, you know, a merchant cash advance is that it's designed to work with the business's cash flow, right? So it's not really a loan um, in the sense that there's not a determined interest rate. There's not a, um, it doesn't accrue. There's no minimum payments. Um, effectively, it's a purchase of future receivables. So, you know, it, it, the payback works together with the business's cash flow. So, if the business is generating more money, uh, they potentially pay back more or up to the maximum amount. If their revenue slows down in any given month, their payments come down without any interest accruing, right? Because their payments are smaller, um, the payments. The sorry, the cost of capital doesn't grow. So that's really the advantage. I mean, the, the primary advantage I would say of an MCA or merchant cash advance is that it works, it's designed to work with the business's cash flow. So it's never it's never too hard for the business to to make the payments. It's never and 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 get stuck in that cycle of you know, make a reduced payments, but then you fall further behind on interest and then the balance is climbing. You never get stuck in that zone. It's a predetermined cost. And again, right now we see almost every month over the last six or seven months, interest rates have been climbing, but the rates of anybody here has stayed the same, right? Because it's predetermined what you pay on the cost and that's it. And that's your cost. And you know that getting in, it's easier to manage your cash flow. It's easier to manage your expenses and it's easier to manage uh, your monthly uh, kind of finances and budget um, because you know the maximum that you're paying, you know, with the maximum cost you're paying and that's that. Another advantage, obviously, or as well, is speed. A loan usually takes, I would say, a minimum of a week to get funded. Merchant cash advances are usually 24 to 48 hours. So, you know, if anybody's in a time crunch or they've got, you know, payroll or whatever it is that they need to go or they want to expand quickly, um, you know, they have a new location they need to sign on or whatever it is, that's a very good way to access capital quickly. Another advantage as well is that it's uh, significantly less paperwork than a traditional loans. Um, so, you know, with loans, usually you need to have your tax documentation and your assets and your balance sheets and all types of, um, you know, kind of documents that are required. Um, and in getting a merchant cash advance, again, because it's a revenue-based product, very simple, very basic documentation showing revenue, showing, you know, kind of ownership and, and, and you know, not a lot of requirements to get it done. Okay. So when it comes to, let's say, the marketplace for industries, what are some eligible industries um, that can get the MCA funding? Um, so most businesses are eligible. Um, it's, it's not so much industry. Industries are pretty much all eligible. The bigger question is what businesses, I guess, would be eligible. So it's really any business that's operating for at least three to six months, again, depending on the provider, depending on a kind of growth speed in that short time frame. 
and have a minimum revenue of about ten to fifteen thousand dollars a month, uh, they'll be eligible for a you know it'll be a starter package because you know there's not going to be much you know history in that business. But pretty much all industries are accepted. Again, different providers will kind of refuse to fund different type of industries. I don't know, you know, kind of a Bitcoin miners or or you know, kind of I don't know, some other industries might be blacklisted by 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 certain providers. Um, but we fund essentially all businesses that are a real business, right? So a lot of people won't fund, um, you know, like if it's like a owner operator, solo prop kind of sole proprietorship doing, you know, kind of. They might view that more as like a, a job of somebody working for themselves rather than a business. Um, and it generally, uh, it'll need to be a business. Um, but again, pretty much all industries are going to be eligible, right? It doesn't really matter if it's a restaurant or a trucking business or if you're in construction or a dry cleaners or, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. Interesting. Interesting. And what is the, I guess, I'm kind of curious what the process is when it comes to how you apply for the funding. So again, applying is super simple. Um, basically what we would need, um, at least for us, I can't really speak for uh, other uh, providers, but in order to get started, we basically need, uh, you know, we do a review of your bank statements and kind of your revenue. We determine what your average revenue is, what your expected revenue is, right? Depending on, you know, if it's a super seasonal business, if you're in the gifting business and it's October, we expect you to see a spike in your revenue, right? And therefore we might price it a little higher. If you're in, uh, you know, landscaping, let's call it, and it's, uh, uh, you know, January, February, probably your revenue is going to be lower. Um, and we kind of, you know, graph an expected revenue over the next couple of months. Um, and based on that, we would prepare an offer, you know, send the contract, get it signed. Uh, we underwrite it pretty quickly, just basically to determine, you know, proof of ownership, uh, make sure everything is on the up and up um, and pretty much turn it around in 24 hours or less. Okay, interesting. And Avi, my last question before we kind of wrap up here, what are the minimum requirements for a business to be approved for an MCA um, loan? Yeah, so uh, we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. The minimum requirements basically are, you know, three months in business doing at least uh, $15,000 or, you know, potentially less, ten dollars to $15,000 a month of actual gross revenue. And from there, we can kind of price it out and, 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 and put together an offer. Um, it might be a starter package, um, but there's, you know, our kind of goal is to help all small businesses in Canada. We understand that when somebody started a small business, um, you know, they kind of usually it means they put their, they put a lot of their own money into it. They put a lot of time, a lot of effort, and, you know, they're going to do everything in their power to make it succeed. Um, and our job is just, you know, kind of provide that fuel for the fire um, that they've lit um, and really assist them in that journey and, and, you know, kind of help them achieve their goals. Our goal is to approve any business that we think can be approved. And and so, you know, we're trying to push the ball forward in that, you know, kind of assist, uh, you know, Canadian entrepreneurs and small business owners pushing their product and service forward. It's really important to, you know, have that support backed up for the entrepreneurs and the small businesses. And um, Avi, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to sit and chat with us about all things funding and loans and business. Um, do you have any final thoughts or anything you'd like our audience to kind of take away? Generally, the best time to raise capital is when you don't need it. But, um, you know, lots of times people might find themselves in a cash crunch. They might, you know, need capital quickly. And that's something that, you know, we're always here to provide. Um, and again, you know, I think our philosophy is different than most funders in the sense that we're looking to approve every deal that we think can be approved. Uh, we're looking to assist the entrepreneur on their journey. 
And, you know, that's kind of our philosophy and how we operate. And we want to make sure kind of that every, every small business in Canada gets the support that it needs. Um, and yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. It's been fun. No worries. Thank you so much. That was honestly really inspirational and very, very informative. I'm sure our audience will much appreciate that. Once again, everyone, I am your host, Katarina Yasparo here at Canadian SME Small Business Podcast, and we will see you next time. It was great talking with Avi and having him shed some light on the benefits and requirements when it comes to MCA funding. We would like to thank our exclusive banking partner, RBC, and exclusive shipping partner, UPS, as well as our exclusive account software partner, Zero Canada, for supporting this initiative. Please do share the podcast and feel free to check up our other episodes. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our magazine to stay up to date on all of our upcoming events and the top business insights from the industry leaders. This is your host, Katarina Yasparo for the Small Business Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Canadian SME Podcast. Please visit canadiansme.ca to subscribe and join us next week as we share more expert advice from Canadian business leaders. Thank you.